Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have our friend Renee from Moxie Bright Event. She is a Southern California wedding planner, and she is also the leader of the Los Angeles chapter of the Rising Tide Society. She is awesome. We have really enjoyed getting to know her over the last year, and she is a like creative woman and a sharing woman and a vibrant woman. And we just felt this connection that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. Yeah, she really is a give, give, giver. And we talk about that a little bit in today's episode as well. But the meat of today is all about that icky word called networking. And Renee has really used that practice to build her business from the ground up. To this day, over a decade later, most of her clients, like 99% of her clients for 2017 came off of a friend referral. She could almost trace them back to every single person that made that connection. So it's really been vital to the growth of her business and the growth of her finding vendors and resources as a wedding event planner. So she knows her stuff. She's really, really knowledgeable in this realm that kind of a lot of us feel weird about and we don't really know how to tackle. So she's got a lot of actual steps today and she's letting you in on something of how you can learn about it deeper through her. And I really, truly think wedding professional or not, that y'all are going to take a lot of stuff from this episode. And it's one of our most hilarious hilarious episodes that we've had to this date. So if you just need a good belly laugh today, I think you're going to enjoy it. Hello, everybody. We are here with Renee Dalio. Welcome to the show, babe. Hi. We are super, super excited you're here. We met you what feels like a while ago now. And it does feel, but it wasn't really, was it? Uh-uh. What is like it, a, a year? Like a whole year. A whole year. It was a whole year. It was at Creative I, Heart, right? Uh-huh. I yeah. feel like, like last month was our, our meetiversary. It so. was. Happy meetiversary, you guys. Aww, I'm so happy. happy to be here. 
We bonded over pasta. We went mm. out to dinner and it was family style food and we're sitting across <laughs> from each other and we ate so much and it was delicious and we had great conversations. So finally, a year later, we get to have you on our show. We're super excited. You kind of know a thing or two about being in business. You've been around, you know some stuff, and you've grown a pretty incredible events business called Moxie Bright. And part of that, I know the success of that has been with you, like, you know, hanging out with other peeps, getting the word out, networking, which is like an icky buzzword for a lot of people listening. (laughs) It's true. But you kind of, you don't think that. So tell me, tell me things. Well, thank you for the kudos, first of all. That's amazing. (laughs) And I remember that pasta dinner so well because it was was delicious. But also the company was better than the food. Can I say that? Oh, yeah. No no shame to Maggiano's, but the company was definitely (laughs) better than the food. So, yeah, my business grew, has grown fairly quickly. I've been at it professionally, like under Moxie Bright, for about four years, but I actually planned my first wedding 11 years ago. And the entire reason I have my business is just because of networking. Because 11 years ago, I did my best friend's wedding for like no money, DIY. Mm-hmm. Like I was actually, we were talking about it last night. She said, do you remember my wedding when I yelled at you to go get dressed because you were still on a ladder when the guests were arriving? Yes. And I was like all red faced and I was like, oh my God, I would never do that now. Like never in a million years. But yes, that was the origin. And then from her wedding until opening Moxie Bright, I was able to plan. I planned over 60 weddings in those interim wow. years. Exactly. Because people would say like, oh, you need you need help. My friend does that. And it was literally word of mouth, so much so that people were contacting me and I couldn't trace it back. Wow. They would say like, oh, I got your name from Jeanette. And I was like, who's Jeanette? I, I don't <laughs> know anybody named Jeanette. So first, like, so the origin story of my business yeah. is networking. Your, your business family tree is ginormous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but once I started Moxie Bright for real and professionally, like got a business license mm-hmm. and insurance and like did it legitimately, I realized that like the actual professionals in my very large market, because I'm in Los Angeles, the only way to thrive is to know everyone. Mm-hmm. And so those first two years, I made it my my absolute business to put on a dress and heels and go dry bar and get my hair done and put on my lip gloss and show up because the people who show up are the people that you trust and the people that you trust, you give money to. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And recommend your friends to give money to. Exactly. I mean, do you guys know who Alan Berg is? He's like a speaker in the wedding industry. He's pretty fabulous. He wrote a ton of books, but he speaks at a lot of networking, not networking, sorry, wedding events, but he speaks about networking. He he always says, people only buy things from people they know, like, and trust. And every time he says that, I think, yeah, the only way to really have someone know you and then like you and then trust you, if you haven't worked with them before, is networking. (laughs) Yep. That's it. And so, you know, this year... In 2017, I have I think I have 21 weddings booked, and when I and I keep like pretty pretty tight, like, I'm like pretty OCD about like how do they find me and how did it get to me and all that stuff because I'm always fascinated by the connection. Out of 21 weddings, 20 of them have been word of mouth referrals. Still to this day. To this day, one of my clients has cited Google as the way they found me. Every single other client has given me a person's name. Now sometimes sometimes it's another vendor or like a a venue manager. Sometimes it's a former client, but they're all people. And that's the thing. Like, I think we forget when we're sitting behind our computers. I know I sometimes do is that like business is people, Mm -hmm. right? That sounds like Soylent Green is people. I didn't mean it like that, but you know what I mean? Business is people. Business is people. It's so deep, you guys. I know. I'm sorry. I went went right down, right deep. So how did you go from, you know, just doing 
you know, a friend's wedding to mm. being able to grow this thing enough to, I mean, I've seen the stature of weddings <laughs> that you take on and these are no small, like dinky backyard mm. weddings. These no. are like, like I would have to buy heels and I don't wear those to go to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, I would let you in with flats. Don't worry. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think I would fail the dress code at most of these (laughs) weddings. So tell me, like, literally, how did you go from, you know, the small DIY weddings to these are premium clients paying for massive weddings with large budgets? Like, it wasn't only (laughs) a shift in, you know, taking on clients like sure like anyone can go from not anyone but (laughs) some people can go from a couple weddings to more weddings every single year but to go from Mm -hmm. a couple weddings to more weddings every single year and then also massively transition the type of client you work Mm -hmm. with there's something to be said there so how (laughs) how it's a Uh, I love this question the only thing I can think of when you were asking me is that I had to be willing to be uncomfortable Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I, I mean, my background, like I, me, Renee, like I'm from Brooklyn in a fairly like middle-class family. You know what I mean? Like my family did not throw parties like the ones that I planned for people. This was not, I mean, obviously it was always very aspirational, like, like any little kid or any teenager, sure. you're like, oh, that would be wonderful. But then to be in charge of them now, mm-hmm. there was a period that was just like, well, this might be beyond my, beyond my experience level and the moment, but that doesn't mean I can't sort of take that giant step forward. And Mm -hmm. I feel like growth only comes from when you are slightly uncomfortable and resistant. So sometimes like the experiences or the weddings or the styled shoots that I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do it. This is scary. Are the ones that actually push me forward the most. And I also think too, that like, I had to get out of that mindset of like, well, that's for other people. Like Mm -hmm. other people are good at that, but I'm not like, no, that's of course not. Like you can be good at anything you put your mind to. I'm a very stubborn person. (laughs) I've always been very ambitious. And also like, I have this OCD thing about like, everything has to be the most professional. So like even my DIY weddings in my head, I never thought of them as like, well, this is just a little DIY wedding. We'll throw it together. I was like, this has to be the best DIY wedding. This has to look perfect. Like everything always has to be like my my husband makes fun of me when I cook because I'm not a trained chef at all, but I love cooking. And like, if it's not perfect, I'm like, no, this is, this is gross. And he's like, this is garbage. Exactly. If it's not perfect, it's garbage, which is a whole other (laughs) psychology. We can, the whole other. We can talk about that. Exactly. (laughs) But, but I think that that serves me well when I'm trying to up level. Sure. Sure. So was it a literal transition of like the types of vendors that you were talking to, the types of people of how you presented yourself on your website? Like what else helped you aid in that? Like, Mm. I am the girl for you for this type of event. Well, I rebranded at the end of 2015. So when I started, I DIY'd my website. I was so proud of it. Right. I like, yeah. I, I, I used to say I Frankensteined it together. It was like yeah. a WordPress theme and a, and a logo I bought from someone on Etsy and this background that I found for free. And then yeah. I hired someone to fix it because I screwed it about, I screwed it up on WordPress and I literally Frankensteined it. But I, you know, I did it. I don't, I don't even remember how much it cost, like nothing, a few hundred dollars maybe. And at first everyone was like, oh my God, this website is adorable and like so cute. And like people were booking me. So it was fine. And then that kind of dried up. Mm. like two years in, I was like, oh, something's broken. And it's not me because I was getting better. And then I thought, oh, it's, it's what I'm putting out there. It's my storefront. It's my website. Uh-huh. And so I paid, I hired, a, you know, it was for that at the time I thought, oh, this is a huge investment, but I hired a professional, Irene at Magnolia House Creative. She's who awesome. We all know from Savvy. I mm-hmm. love her. 
I love her because she took some of my really half-baked <laughs> like <laughs> ideas. I was like, kind of like this, and then like this. And then I would give her like, instead of giving her like design elements, I would give her like feelings. I was like, <laughs> I, and she would translate. Yeah, like I'm sure she thinks like that Renee is a wackadoo because I would give her like all these half-baked things. And she brought it back to me and like, this is a brand idea. And I was like, that's amazing. It's like you were in my head. And then once I rebranded, I think I think people who took me a little bit more seriously because it clearly mm-hmm. looked more professional and and more upscale and it just it didn't, I think all that thing all that just instills confidence mm-hmm. with potential clients and I think that that's really important when you're handling someone's wedding day. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I love and I want everyone to take away just from one piece of this. If you just stop listening now, that when she hit the plateau or when things stopped, she said something's broken and it's not me because I'm getting better. <laughs> Literally, like the more you do shit, the longer you're in business and Mm -hmm. getting clients or selling things or whatever it is, you are getting better at that. Like don't don't let any plateau convince you otherwise. Yes, yes. So I love that. I love that you leaned into that and just made a pivot and you made a transition and it opened up a whole nother realm for you. Yeah, it really did. I mean, the the website rebrand changed everything. Yeah. And I didn't think that it would. I mean, well, I didn't, I, I hope that it would, but sure. I had no assurance that it would. I was just like, like, like a lot of things in my business, I go, well, I'm going to try it, see what happens. If it doesn't work, it's a lesson learned. It's a little bit of money. P.S. We can always make more money. Yeah. So like that fear, I, I have been able to let go of that fear of like, I can't invest in myself. It's like, you know what? I think that's a BS. You have to invest in yourself. And sometimes that might not be the hundred percent best investment, but you're not going to know until you make it. So uh-huh. that's kind of my jam now. Been there on both sides of that coin yep. of like, why didn't I throw money at this sooner? Yep. And like, oh shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay. Yeah. So let me, let me back it up a little exactly. bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into some, I know, you know, networking and that, mm. I know that that was a big strategy in, in not only your pivot, I'm sure the re obviously the reband played a huge role into that, but for a lot of people, especially our service-based people, it's, it's, we talk to so many clients or students every single day, their website's the most phenomenal. It's beautiful. Their images are stunning. They've figured out and perfected their packages to the, like babies are crying, right? But no <laughs> one knows it exists because they're not telling anyone about it. Yeah. They're not selling it. They're not selling themselves and they're not putting themselves oh, out there. It's such a heartbreak. So, it is. And I'm like, all of this beautifulness is just sitting on the internet and it's just going to collect cobwebs and no one's ever going to come visit it. You're and so it's right. meant for people's eyeballs. Yes. So how do you get people's eyeballs on it? Well, yes. I mean, here's the thing I want to say just first, because I, I this is the thing that I had to deal with a lot in my in my like local market. Because the reason we, we I did this networking course with my friend Holly Gray, who's another wedding planner, is because people would come up to us at networking events and they would say, oh my God, you guys are so good at networking. I'm not like you. As if you're here at this event. Right. And also like, it's, this is one of those things I think we tell ourselves like, like I'm not good with money or I'm not good at networking. Like that is a bunch of bullshit. Sorry. I said literally both of those things to myself. So yeah. Like maybe you weren't good at money five years ago, but maybe you're a rock star at it now. And maybe yesterday networking wasn't your favorite, but today it could be like, Mm -hmm. these are not things that are always our personality traits. You can change. You can get better at networking. You can, because it's, because you can you can create environments and create situations where you feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that is the key, I think, to authentic networking. Because look, no one wants to be that person at the event that's just like like sh- smarmy and shady and throwing the card Greasy. around. Uh-uh. Greasy. Yeah. Like you don't want to be like, hey, how you doing? Here's my card. Like no one wants like no one's gonna 
want to hire that person because it's like it's inauthentic it's strange right but if you just insta live next time you walk in and if you could like do it with that voice and and thing and that i just want one insta story of you doing that i'll do it today (laughs) i might put on some makeup because this is a net mask but yeah it's like we you want to be authentic and i think like the first hurdle is just like overcoming that bias of like well i can't be my real self it's like well of course you can be because the struggle there is like, okay, I can't be my real self because not everybody will like me. Here's my newsflash for you. Not everybody needs to like you. Uh huh. I don't uh-huh. have to book every single person that contacts me. I have to book like 20 to 25 couples a year. Uh-huh. That's it. Not, and, and not to be unfeeling or callous, but like, I kind of don't care about the rest. If right, someone no, doesn't like me, then you? that's fine. Like they're going to like somebody else. There's somebody else for them. Uh-huh. Like, great. And, and the same thing with you know, other vendors, other creative people, it's like, not every, you know, photographer is going to be a great match for my clients. Mm-hmm. And they yep. don't have to be, I want pe- I want to see who you really are. Right. Because a lot of my job is playing matchmaker between my clients mm-hmm. and my vendors. And I want to make an amazing connection. I want my clients to freaking love their vendors, all of them, even the ones that won't be there on their wedding day. I want them to be like, Oh my God, my stationer is the best girl. She's yeah. the best. I love her because that makes the whole thing like more joyous and more e- and and has a lot more ease to everything. Yeah. So sorry, I feel I feel like I went off on a little tangent here, but my point no, is it. that <laughs> the first thing I would say is like you have to get comfortable with your authentic mm-hmm. self. Mm-hmm. That's like one, and I know that's like the I just said like the biggest thing. It's like a big life <laughs> Try thing. That for size. Exactly. Like, just PS right before you start, real quick. Just get comfortable <laughs> with your authentic self. People are like, I don't want to even do it now. But 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 I mean. Life is short. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a piece that I talk to our students a lot about. For some reason, I don't know if it's the creative part. I don't know if it's the like type A part that, of the, what we attract and everything. But uh, so many people, and we've done this before, we've been guilty of spending energy there, trying to convince the naysayers instead of loving on and supporting the people who are already in your corner. Mm-hmm. Like you are spending so much energy convincing a client or someone about to buy from you who is never going to do that yep. and who just wants to argue or just doesn't like feel the vibe and just doesn't want to be a part of that club. Mm-hmm. When you have other people over here that just need a little bit of love in yep. order to be addicted to you forever. Yes. Yes. So I want, I want y'all to like reframe that thought. If you, you yes. can't, whether they're people you're needing vendors, you're needing to impress. I put that in quotes, uh, a networking Definitely. event or not. Like if they don't like you move on, boy, bye. Like, yeah. bye. Do you remember, I, I'm like, I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you a story about yourself and ask, do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> but remember a few months ago, it was you guys, right. Who sent an email that had the word babe in it. And someone was like, you referred to us as babe and I'm gone. Yeah. And yeah. I, I literally read that email and was like, all right, bye girl. Like, yeah, bye. That's like, cool. not for you. If you don't want to be called babe, then like there are plenty of other people who call you lady or whatever you want to be called. But like, this is yes. not the place for you. And I, when I saw that, I was like, you know what? A, good for you guys, but also like, amen, because there's uh-huh. so many different strokes for different folks, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, the amount of commentary we get about our curse words and our <laughs> stuff is hilarious to me. Yeah. I've gotten that over the years too. I try not to yeah. curse in front of the parents anymore. Yeah, like at the rehearsal, at the ceremony rehearsal, I try to like keep it, keep Tone it all it down, PG. just a, just a smidge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, it's hard. It's hard. It's a, it's a day that you will refrain, but like uh-huh. the three hundred sixty four other days. Are That's on the table. why I make up so many phrases because I'm trying. I like I try to cut back on my cursing, and so then it just ends up to being like, "Do you see that gorgeous gorgeousness?" And I've like wanted to say something else. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. It's fine. Just like. Confetti instead of that. It does the same thing. It's so true. It's so true. So 
Abby, I have a question for you <laughs> on oh, this gosh. interview. You've been to a shit ton more networking things than oh, I have. Sure. Totally. So talk to me about some of the things that like at the events that you went to that rubbed you the wrong way or that you hated that you wish like some people would not do and turn around. And maybe mm. Renee has some like tidbits for that. Yeah. So because I I've been to like maybe one, so I couldn't I can't come to this conversation of like <laughs> this one time I went to this conference because I hate human beings, so I refrain <laughs> from seeing them. <laughs> so I don't think this applies to every person necessarily, but for me in particular, I have decided that I will never own a business card again. Oh, and I hate when I go to a networking event that the first thing someone wants to do before trying to get to know me is ask for my business card. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if someone genuinely wants my information, like, I will literally tell you my Instagram handle or my email address or you can find my it phone so number. Easily. I will uh-huh. I will I will give it to you and you can look it up right now or write it down. But I just don't need a business card and it doesn't make sense for my life because 99.9% of the time I am virtually talking to people. I am not like at mm-hmm. events. So mm-hmm. but I'm sure for Renee it makes sense to have business cards. Maybe. Yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, I, I agree with you. I When I meet someone who I find interesting at an event, I'm like, what's your Instagram? And I'll add them right then. Yes. And then sometimes I'll add them and DM them and say like, hey, contact me it's about me. the October 12th <laughs> wedding for that rental lounge that you have in that vintage pink color because my client really wants that. Like I'll do business like right there. I think people lead with the business card because they don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's that socially like they know they're at a networking event and they know they have to do the thing and the thing is the business card and if they just get it out of the way then they can be like oh, I gave out 25 business cards tonight or whatever right but since you guys can see me I'll show you I keep this box next to my desk can you hear it yeah those are all business cards that I have yet to log and like once a month I give it to my assistant and she adds them to my database so the Mm -hmm. truth of the matter is if you give me a card you're not actually getting added to anything for like a month and and that's like generous like last month kind of kicked us in the ass she hasn't updated anything in a long in a long time so like and of course if I think I need you I'll go through this massive pile of cards but you know, the people I remember most are the ones I had a cool conversation with about yeah. their cat or their yep. high school prom or some concert they just went to or like this cheese plate. I mean, whatever, right? <laughs> this yeah. cheese is so, that would be my opening line. The cheese is so good. Yeah, I, know, same. I, connect the, I connect the same strategy behind that of, and we just took this out of our Facebook group and we talked about it a couple episodes ago of on Facebook groups where they have the sharing thread where you can post up your blog post or like your latest thing mm-hmm. and everyone just posts all their shit and no one actually goes and looks at anything and no right. one, it doesn't serve you any purpose. Nope. You just feel good for giving it out. It's right. the same thing. It's the same thing. Instead, I don't know open up a conversation with someone in the same group. Like it's literally the same concept. Can I share something about networking that I just, I started doing it like a year ago and I was like, Oh, that actually like that. It was an instinct that I, that I had. And I was like, I'm going to try it as like a social experiment. Anyone that I've ever met at a networking event that I have genuinely given a compliment to. Ah, like I like your earrings or that's a cool scarf or, Hey, I follow you on Instagram and it was really cool. You were in Paris last week. That's awesome. They love me. These people, Uh 
they're fans now. Like they like, yeah. you know, they comment on all my Instagrams because they think we're best friends. And sometimes, I mean, I really truly do love their them people, but sometimes it's just like they were wearing a cool scarf. Uh-huh. Compliment people. And the same thing goes for the Facebook group. If you read someone's post and you like it, if you actually do the reading, like, hey, that's a great post. People can be like, thank you so much. Like everyone yep. just wants to feel appreciated. And so I would encourage people instead of opening with the, here's my business card, which is sort of like, Ugh, where do you go from there? Like, this card is cool. It's silver. Like, I don't know. What do you talk about at that oh, point? I like your cards. I've done that move before. Me too. Oh. No, same. Like, oh, you have the rounded edges. I have the rounded edges too. And you're like, what? I learned nothing about what you. What is this conversation exactly. about weather? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, start with something positive about the other person. Human nature, love compliments. People love to talk about themselves. So ask someone a question about themselves. So many of my introverted friends and fellow vendors in my market are like, I could never go to networking events the way you and Holly do. You always have something to talk about. You guys, we plan that on the car ride there. Uh Mm -hmm. We always have questions ready in our back pocket. We each have always questions for other people. My favorite thing to do, and it works every time, is to ask questions about them the entire time and they are convinced by the end of the conversation you were the coolest person ever and they literally walk away and they're like I don't think I know what they do (laughs) but they're like they're just like that Abby girl she is so cool like I just talk about themselves for 25 minutes yeah and so now I have all this inside information <laughs> so I can use it later and it yeah. served me well so many times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reference that shit in an email. Right. And you have to get over the fear of like, it feels like I'm being nosy. It's like, no, it's not. Unless you're – don't ask something deeply personal. But if you're asking, you know, cocktail conversation questions or yeah. I like to ask super silly questions. Like, do you know what one of my favorite questions to ask at a networking event? Of course, not the first thing I say. But like <laughs> if the conversation is like stalling, I go, hey, do you believe in ghosts? Yes. <laughs> yes. Every yes. single person has an answer to this. Because if you do, then you have a story. And if you don't, you have an opi- you have an opinion. That's your line right after, man, this cheese is good. <laughs> this cheese is amazing. Do you believe in ghosts? People are like, Renee's crazy, but somehow I feel like I like her. And it works. Your hair looks really pretty. <laughs> right. Your hair, I love your hair. Your hair color is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, Do you believe in ghosts? I was not expecting that question. No, no one ever is. No one ever is. It's, yes. my, it's my ace in the Don't hole. Don't steal Renee's question right. if you live in Tri-State. <laughs> yeah. If you live near me, or if, if you yeah. ask me, I will laugh. I, I will laugh and be like, I know <laughs> you I, You listen to this podcast. <laughs> so outside of, you know, maybe not leading with the business card, having a pocket full of questions, what mm-hmm. are some other really good practices to, to be mindful of like before you head into something like a networking event? Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search 
match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So, this is something we cover in the course really in depth, but we call it the two plus two. So have two talking points ready to go about yourself, one business, one personal, and then have two questions in your back pocket. One silly, like the ghosts. <laughs> and I like to ask one that's like about the about where we are, right? So it's like, have you been here? Do you know the owner? Is this your first time? Have you ever done a wedding here? You know, all these things you, are you related come here to. Often? Do you come to this venue often? <laughs> and the personal, I'm sorry, and the first two, the, the first two, I like to do like one personal, one business. So like, you know, lately I've been saying like, my husband and I just booked a, a trip, for, like a cruise on Thanksgiving. We're going to Belize. Yay. And then the second one is like, whatever is happening that week. Like I booked a new client that I'm psyched about, or I got published on a blog or. Yeah. Or whatever you, you just know, just came something. On the strategy Hour podcast. Exactly. Awesome. Strategy Hour. <laughs> yeah, and and I and the other thing I always want to say about this is that like because this ha- this has happened to me in my market a little bit is that like only talk about your shit if it's a scar and not a wound. Mm-hmm. So if you're going uh, through uh, something and it's like a messy open wound, like if you're having a fight with your husband, you just don't even just that's uh, yours. That's for you. If it's a scar, like. I don't know, like something that you've learned from, something that is healed and you've learned from, then maybe we're, that's we're okay. Perhaps, yes. Right. You know, but like I, I feel like sometimes when you get people 
in the heat of the moment. Like, hey, what's going on? How are you? Like, oh. And then, like, they tell you this long story about something that's truly horrible. And they're just stuck there with the big eyes. Like, wow, that is... There's no way for me to walk away from you at this moment now. I'm invested in this horrible story. Do you believe in ghosts? Bye. Do you believe in ghosts? Exactly. And I'm out. <laughs> Look, how about this cheese? And then I leave. So yeah, I think that it's interesting because I say like you have to be authentic, but also be authentic, but also like savvy. Right. right. <laughs> you know, have, have some boundaries a little bit. <laughs> exactly. A little bit of boundaries, which I, I know that in this modern, in our modern world, we don't have a ton of. But what does that mean? Exactly. What is a boundary? I think you need to make little purse cards so like you can go potty <laughs> and like practice your two two. Yeah. And while you're going number two. And <laughs> two, two, two. two two. Two. Well, I didn't even I never thought about it. But now and that's a whole that's, that's a whole bonus lesson now. Bonus. And you know, you can just go there, go to go. <laughs> cheese plate and then go number two. No. I'm just kidding. That's, um, that's Abby's networking realm. It. It's no, it. I'm just kidding. I just, <laughs> I think I would forget. And so I would need to practice, but, and I think the scars thing is so true. I, mm-hmm. I tend to be the person who ends up in the situation who shares wounds <laughs> because I hate when people are all surfacey about shit. And yeah. so I'm like, I'll genuinely share something that's going on and then people are Well, alive. she's the only person in the room answering the question, how are you? Accurately. Uh-huh. Everyone else is like, oh, it's good. And she's like, well, actually. <laughs> and you're like, so, oh, this is so, what we're doing. But okay. I kind of love that. Like, I'm sorry, but if you had talked last month, if you saw me at a networking event and said, no. hey, Renee, how are you? I'd be like, I'm fucking crazy. I don't I'm even know. Frazzled, what hot mess. Yeah. Like, how am I even here? I just got off a plane yesterday or something like that kind of stuff. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I actually appreciate that. I thought yeah. you were going to say you have that you have a face where everyone tells you all their messy stories because I can well, see that about you true. as well. We get true. that. Oh, the emails we get. Oh, my People Atlanta. <laughs> tell us the most personal details about their life ever. And I, I, I think that's probably why I stopped going to networking events because I would leave like so drained because like people would, would tell me everything that was going wrong with them. And I was yeah. just like, I can't. I'm, I'm uh-uh. out. I did uh-huh. not gain anything from this experience. Yeah, but I will say, just having known you guys, like met you in person and being with you guys at two different conferences last year, I can definitely, even in when I was in your presence, I wanted to like tell you all the truth. I don't know what it's, it is about your vibe together, but definitely like they are welcoming and accepting and they will love me no matter what. And so like, I even I, and I'm not really like that, was like, let's get down in some shit. Like, let's uh-huh. talk about yeah. it. Yeah. That's so, our tribe when yeah, you bring two INFJs together. Yes. Apparently, there's this aura of just yeah. <laughs> your shit with us. It's fine. I'll take it. My mom's the same way. She's a physical therapist, and like she's like literally treating hands on with people and like learning their mm-hmm. whole life story. And they literally leave, and they're like, "I wasn't expecting to tell you that." Like, they're all old. That's, that's why I'm an old person voice, and so she she knows a lot of stuff. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's okay, wait, so we yes. made it to the event. We've like yes. got we we did our number two, and we've gotten <laughs> everything laid out. Okay, we're we're leaving now. We've like asked mm. the questions. We know who believes in ghosts and who doesn't believe in ghosts. We've gotten past it's, the awkward prior. Like everything's great. We're in the car. <laughs> we're heading home. How do we make the most of it still? So because I still get business cards all the time, you know, like that's a very wedding industry to hand yeah. out the cards. When I get home, I actually do like 
even if I'm exhausted, I'll take them out of my purse, like go through them real quick and write on them. So I always, I write like the name of the event, if it wasn't in town where it was, and I'll put little stars on people that I want to follow up with. If it wasn't an immediate, like, Hey, I need to book you for this wedding. Call me immediately. If it's more just like, I'm interested in you and you seem cool. I will put little stars on the cards and then I will actually pull those and email them the next day because, or follow them on Instagram if they're sort of vaguely interesting to me. And I just want to like kind of stalk them for a little bit. Cause the thing about, you know, with my industry, with wedding planning specifically is like, I have to recommend people that I, that I have a track record. And so I almost never meet a new person unless they have, unless they're offering something so niche that is so specific to something that I'm looking for. If it's just like another florist, I'm like, I'm going to have to follow you for a minute and make sure that you're legit before I recommend you. Right. Just because it's also uh, champagne food trucks. Have you seen those? Yes. Oh my God. I just want to have one in my backyard. I know the Prosecco truck. I want that too. I actually saw that the other day and I was like, how can I get one of those? You need to plan and invite me. Like I give me the bride's info so I can become her friend. So she can invite me to the wedding so I can go to the Prosecco food truck. I think it would just be easier to be Renee's quote unquote intern. Oh, that's true. I can do it. Champagne for the I can do it. Anytime you're in LA ladies, anytime. I'd be an unpaid intern too. I would do it illegally. <laughs> we don't do illegal things at Moxie Bright. Um, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so what? So, I, I'm ahead. curious. In this follow-up email, if you're mm-hmm. interested in like, there's some sort of connection, but mm-hmm. you're not necessarily going to book them right away. But yeah, you yeah. do want to follow up with them. What do you say in that mm-hmm. email? So what I say is if I think they're rad and I want to like be friends with them, then I'll be like, hey, let's go get a coffee unless it's yeah. July, in which case no one gets anything. But if it's any other time of the year, it's like, <laughs> let's hey, go let's, let's, go, let's go get a coffee, right? Yeah. If if I'm sort of just like interested in a in a less immediate way, it's helpful in my case that I run a networking event every month. So I'm a Tuesdays Together leader for Rising Tide. So every mm-hmm. month there is a place where if you want to meet me, you can come meet me no matter what, because I'm the leader. And so every month on the second Tuesday, you'll find me. Yeah. So a lot of times I reach out and say like, hey, I'd love to get to know you better. If you want to come to this thing, it's free for you to come and just RSVP here. Maybe I'll see you. So it's a little less pressure than like meet mm-hmm. me for coffee and be entertaining. This is more just like, hey, come meet other people. And I do that a lot. I, I tend to be like a, a mama hen sometimes with like new vendors in LA where I'll be like, oh, I can introduce you to everyone. Come to my thing. Like, yeah, it's really hard to be new in Los Angeles. It is a huge market. And so if there is someone new who I find very genuine that I, really I feel like I could help them in a way, I'm like, come on. Like I'm doing it with a venue now. I went to see a venue yesterday that's like, brand new and they mm-hmm. they're not from the wedding industry and i was like let's do a networking event here i'll do a stellar cheat with you i'm your best friend now like, I, yeah. <laughs> like i'm just like let me do things yeah. yeah i'm just like all in yeah but i offer them you know i try to offer people like multiple ways to connect with me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if you don't have a networking event that you host that i would say like i used to do this you know back in the day like i'm gonna be at this abc event on this date hey how about you join me yeah because it's always easier to walk into these things with a partner Absolutely. That's the only way I'll ever do it. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. I think some yeah. people just need a hand out to them, right? Just like a, a very friendly, like, hey, I'm going. You want to come too? Yeah. I'll see yeah. you there. You know? Yeah. I'll go and then be the first person to say, you ready to leave? Set <laughs> <laughs> out. I'm your buddy. <laughs> we you did the go thing. Pull? Let's go. Yeah. We did the thing. Let's go. <laughs> 
So uh, you touched on it very, very briefly and, and don't linger on it because I know there's a lot of amazing information inside this nifty little program that you've got working on. But you kind of sort of started your own networking event. I know like Rising mm. Tide events was like already a thing and you like stood up to be a leader. So like it's not necessarily from the ground up, but mm. talk to me about people who are in like, you know, Podunk City, not LA. And they're like, but my nearest person is 45 minutes away and yeah. I have no target. Totally. It's interesting. I love those markets. I mean, I'm not from any, I'm from New York City and now I live in LA. So I've always lived in these giant cities, but I'm so fascinated by the smaller markets and how they have to make their own connections sort of in, like organically on their own. Just because like you said, like some people are like two hours away from the next, mm-hmm. the next person. And so, you know, thankfully we live in an age of social media where you can make these connections online. And I know we're all in a million Facebook groups and I get it. And sometimes it's like super eye roll, like how much time do I have in my life? But like, I know people that are in like, you know, greater, I don't know, even New Orleans, like greater New Orleans, you know, wedding professionals, right. And they have a few hundred people in that group. Mm -hmm. And then like once every quarter they meet up in person, right. Because it's important to do the in, in person face to face stuff for sure. But I feel like you can, if you're, if you're doing it the right way, you can make really authentic connections online. I think we've all, obviously we've all experienced that you guys, especially you built a business on it. But I think it's, again, it's just about being an authentic person, you know, being authentically you. And, and, and my whole thing is like, even online or in person, like I never expect anything from these interactions. Like I don't go into every networking event going, what can I get out of this? Right. I go in thinking, how can I help? Is there anyone here I can help? Right. Mm-hmm. How can I give and give and give and give? Cause I promise you, if you're the person who gives and gives and gives and gives, you will get, you will. Yes. You yes. Will. Preach it. Yes. 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 I, I, do, I, do not, I do not believe that thing about like, well, if you give and give, everyone's going to walk all over you. Nope. No, no, not no. how business works. If I know anyone, Renee is not the person who gets walked all over. <laughs> <laughs> I really try. I don't think I can. Yeah, that's never happened, really. No, no. Mm-hmm. Me- meet her for five minutes. You're like, oh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I take that as a compliment. Thank you. You should. It's my book and upbringing. Absolutely. Charge <laughs> your own destiny for sure. You have to be. Who else is going to do it for you? No one. Nobody. Nobody, ladies no and gents, okay. the, all the gents out there. Oh, 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 one gent. Who's <laughs> <laughs> probably my dad. Or <laughs> my husband. Yeah. yeah. Um, Two gents. <laughs> and my, probably my husband will, will listen to this at some point. Always listen to this episode. Yes. My husband will listen to this and then as soon as it's over, be like, I have some notes. Because everyone in my life who loves me gives me notes. My mother was on the webinar I did for HoneyBook last week. And I swear to you, the second it was over, my phone rang. I go I have some notes. Hey, mom. She goes, it was, my mother, it was so good. I have a little, I have a few thoughts though. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's hear it, mom. And so this is how I, this is why I am how I am. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. It's the best. I wish my mom could pick up a Brooklyn accent. That would make my conversation. I, know, I just want so that piece. Like so I'll just take that. It's so funny. That's <laughs> no, my husband just texts me when there's spelling errors on our Instagram post. Oh, yeah. Screenshots. And he's like, go fix this. Thanks. Thanks for your See? help. It's you have to have someone that has your back. Oh, <laughs> which also brings me to another networking point, which Holly and I talk about a lot. And if you follow any one of other one of us on social media, you'll see we refer to each other as work wives, which obviously you are you are each other's work wife. Literally. <laughs> Literally. And I just feel like, you know, sometimes you need a work wife. Yes. Right? Yes. Like sometimes you just need to say to another person in your market that you know well or even know, you know, no, want to get to know better, be like, hey, want to go to this thing with me? Be my work wife for a night. Yep. And you just have yep. each other's back. It's just ultimately better for everyone. 
you know, Holly and I are in the same industry. Like we're both wedding planners. So mm-hmm. everyone assumes that we're like competitive and back, you know, stabby and we're not at all because we service different kinds of clients and, and mm-hmm. we know each other so well that I can be like, you know who you should meet. You know what? Holly is amazing. And she does the kind of weddings that you like to photograph and you guys, you guys know each other. Oh my God. You don't know each other. Holly, get over here. And so like yeah. you can be a connector for someone else. And even if you're it. an introvert, you can be a connector for someone else. And then it really takes the onus off of you trying to like hand out all the business cards and meet all the people and do all the things. Like when I go to an event, I don't think like I'm going to meet a hundred people. I think like maybe I'll meet two or three new interesting people. Yep. Yep. That's why it's a slow burn, but that's why it works. Right. Yep. Well, clearly, I mean, built a business, you know, over a decade now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes me sound so old, but yeah, it's true. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's <laughs> just, it's accurate. It's just funny that I'm like, man, has it been, it has been over a decade. We, we talked how old school you were before we got on the air. It's so true. I mean, you it's true. Know. that's my dog. So he needs to go outside. He's Aww. just telling me. He's like, hey, hey, stop talking. Take me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and move into talk strategy to me. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do five quick tips for someone who is new to networking in person. What are five things they should do before, during, and after the event? And I totally am okay if some of it's recap. But if you have any new things to share, go for it. So I think beforehand, you have to set some goals, right? You have to figure out what it is you want to do. Do you want to meet new people? Do you want to strengthen your you know, existing relationships? Do you want to up level? Are you trying to meet vendors at a, at a different you know spot from you? Are you trying to meet more clients, new clients, you know, higher end clients? Like what is the goal? Then you have to find the events that align with the goal, right? So like if you're tired of doing DIY weddings, don't go to a DIY workshop. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> you know? alert. That's not going to right. work for you. <laughs> like even if you want to learn how to make that macaroon backdrop, like just go don't on your it, own. Sister. Well, do it, but just don't think you're going to meet anybody that's going to up level your business from that if that's your goal, right? And then I would say before the event, do anything you can to make yourself feel awesome. Go get that blowout, buy the new dress, rent the dress. You know how, okay, can I be honest with you? All of my clothes are rented. Yes. So yes. Gwenny B, if you're a size 10 and up like me, Gwenny B is my lifesaver. They send me new clothes every week. I never repeat my outfits. People are like, you have the best clothes. I'm like, I rent them. Hello. Uh, rented. Hello, rented. <laughs> my shoes are always mine, but my clothes are done. The rest of it is not. <laughs> you know, do something that makes yourself feel really great because you want to walk mm-hmm. in feeling pumped up, right? You don't want to walk in being like, my hair is a mess and I should have plugged my eyebrows. Like, that's not what we're doing. Like, you want to present the best possible version of yourself so that you feel good, right? It's not even about like you know, superficiality. It's about like feeling yeah. awesome. Right. Yep. And then, you know, arm yourself with some talking points so that you're not like when someone goes, how are you? You're not like, uh, 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 uh I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't think anyone was going to ask me that tonight. It's like, well, of course, <laughs> right. Like, of course. So just to have something in your back pocket and then just try to relax. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like some of my, you know, some of my experiences over the course of these years with the networking things, you can always tell the people that are super keyed up, right. Cause they're like drinking all the drinks. Don't drink more than one drink. <laughs> No, just like have your one wine to chill and sip on some water. And it keeps your hands busy, but like Mm -hmm. do not down the drinks. I remember a Christmas party a few years ago. I'll just tell this very brief story where like this one girl was like, she was newer. She was working for a wedding planning company that had like a lot of associates, you know, and she was new and she was like excited to be there and like super pumped. And when I saw her at first, she like yelled my name across the way and like ran to hug me. And I was like, oh, this is not, someone is very amped up. And by the end of the night, she was like literally sitting in the ladies room, just like so drunk that she couldn't move. And I was like, I'm going to go get your boss. And right. And like, it's just, don't do that. Don't be that girl. Don't be that girl. That's the story I remember about her. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't be that girl. But then also like, 
engage, like fully engage with the surroundings. Like, you know, it's very common to go to these networking events and see everyone in their phones. And I, I always want to say like, mm-hmm. why did you come? Mm-hmm. Why did you put on the dress and the makeup and get your hair blown out and come here and to sit on your phone? Look up, mm-hmm. <laughs> really mm-hmm. be here. It's not that long. It's like an hour, maybe two hours or right. if, or if you you 20 minutes, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but as long as you're you're there, then you can yeah. say like you did the thing, right? And I know it's scary, but it's not forever. It's 20 minutes. It's an hour. It's just look up from your phone. Mm-hmm. You can do it, baby. You can do it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you have something up your sleeve that can help further guide people in this whole networking realm. So you should tell I us about do. it. I do. So a few months ago, Holly and I were at this networking event called The Cream. It's like a very upscale, like fancy, fancy uh, wedding event. Mm-hmm. And one of our vendor friends came up to us and said, can I pay you to follow you around at a networking event? And can you show me how you do it? And we were like, what? No, that's crazy. We don't, what? And then later that night, I was like, well, how do we do this really? Like, like, how do we do this? Like, what do we, we always have the same, we always do the same things, but we never kind of put it together that we were doing things any differently from anybody else. Mm-hmm. So then the very next day we went to lunch and I was like, let's write it all down because like, that's, that's me. I'm like, yeah, because I want to help as many people as map possible. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Map it out. But I, we really can't have everyone we know follow us around. Like that doesn't make any sense. It would be, it would feel really weird to be like, this well, is weird. now we're going to do this part. Like it just so would feel strange. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what? I think that there is a need here and I think we can make a little course on this. So yeah. And the, th- the thing about networking is, like I said earlier, it's not something that you're either good or bad at. It's something that you work on. Mm-hmm. And so we, this course is like, I love online courses. I love education. I love learning. You guys know you met me at a conference. I'm like all in when it comes to learning, but I also like to do it on my own sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted, it's a course that's released all at once. You get all the modules all up front. You can go through it at your own pace. A lot of it is videos of us talking. A lot of it is kind of funny bits that we put together because we think we're hilarious. But there's mm-hmm. also like real, in, real information there, like how to write your elevator pitch. How to write your elevator pitch for millennials. P.S. They can't, they don't even want three sentences anymore. Oh, snap. Yeah. They can't even handle three sentences. They want like three words. So we go about like, we talk about like how to break that down and there's like worksheets and stuff. And then follow me on Snapchat. Right. Here is my Instagram. Here's a picture of my dog. Oh my God. I love you. Great. Hired. (laughs) See my tattoo? Yeah, exactly. Hired. You have a tattoo? So do I. Hired. And then Holly Gray, because she's very stylish and fabulous, does an entire section on style, like personal style, how to get personal style, how to cultivate your personal style, how to afford your personal how do style. You not look like this when you or go to network. Like this, you can see us. Holly would be like, I cannot believe you didn't put on any makeup for this. <laughs> Holly, let me tell you this about my friendship with Holly. Before I met Holly, I was never wearing pantyhose because I was like, that's dumb. We live in California. And now I have like so many pairs of pantyhose. No, you don't. No, I you do. don't. I do because Holly, Holly. Holly's like a proper lady and you have to wear pantyhose if you're her friend. She will shame you into wearing pantyhose. So funny. But my legs look better, so I'm down. I mean, hey. I'm down with it. You gotta do what you gotta do. Little sweaty butt. It's it's fine. What else? The court, we, in the course, we talk a lot more about the two plus two and like how to really formulate that and what you should We're be talking about. The bonus module coming of the plus two. Exactly. Again. Which is extra. And yeah, and we talk a lot about how to create your own networking group or how to make yourself of use in a current networking group because there's benefit in that too. Yeah. Like you don't have to start from scratch always. Most, you know, places have a networking group. And most places, even though from the outside, you might think, well, that networking group seems pretty closed off or that mm. seems like an old boys club or whatever those old tropes mm. are. Most of the time, they're excited to meet a new person, and it's exciting to have the point of them existing. Yes, and sometimes you just need a little, a a different person's experience or opinion in there, and then it, you know, livens everything up. So we talk about all those things, and it's interesting. We talk a lot about personality type 
sort of in the get in the in the yes. beginning stages of the course where we talk about like you have to sort of authentically know yourself. But I'm fascinated by personality type study because I feel like once you know what you your person and you also study the other personality types, I can pretty much meet someone at a networking event and immediately be like, oh, they're an introvert. I should help yep. them out if I can. Yep. This is how we're going to connect. Yeah. Or I'll meet another extrovert and be like, okay, I get you. Right. Because yeah. extroverts, we have our own problems. I talk a oh, mile yeah. a minute. I never let anybody get a word in edgewise. I'm surprised either one of you have said a word this whole time. Right. <laughs> I have to physically stop myself from mm-hmm. continuing mm-hmm. to speak. I just interrupt. I'm an extroverted introvert. So I, I'm like, I have things to say too. Yeah, I love it. And, see, and, that's, <laughs> and that's amazing. But so many extroverts, I know they just steamroll. Mm-hmm. So you have to mm-hmm. be aware of that too. Yeah, no, I love it. Well, you guys can check that out at the strategyhour.com slash networking. We're going to have a fun little surprise bonus Yay. for you guys if you get your hands on the program through there. Tell us where everyone else can hang out with you online and all the other places. So my website is Moxie Bright Events, M-O-X-I-E, Bright, the word Bright Events. And that's also my Instagram handle. If you're a wedding planner who's been in business three plus years, you can join my Facebook group called the Moxie Collective. It's purposely for those of us who've been in business a little longer because we tend to talk about things that are like not at all beginner. Mm-hmm, it's kind mm-hmm. of a deep dive over there and can be kind of intimidating for the newbies. So we kept it. We keep it a little. Yeah, that's a great strategy. This is not the right word, but yeah, yeah, we just, yeah, I just wanted a place where I could hang out and not have to answer questions about like how do I build a website, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's where you can find me. I'm on Instagram mostly though. So if you DM me on Instagram, I'm going to answer in like three seconds. <laughs> I love, I love Instagram. It. I have a problem. She's awesome. Renee is super easy to connect with. So seriously, if you guys, all of you wedding people, if you have questions, if you want to connect with her, consider this your virtual networking event and go yes. connect with her on Instagram and online and make those relationships happen. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was amazing. You guys are yeah. great. I love you. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.